Field Guide to Asperger's. Well, this episode is about small talk. People with Asperger's are uncomfortable with small talk. That's because small talk isn't stimulating. In fact, it's boring. We don't see the point. There's uncertainty about the rules, and we basically don't know how to do it. This episode focuses on some basics of small talk. There isn't one trait that affects communication. It involves a number of brain conditions that add up to cause challenges in communication. Extroverted people get energy from being around people, meeting new people, and chatting. They're quite good at it. And by contrast, people with AS are mostly introverted and avoid some conversations because of how their brains are wired. Since we're talking about small talk, we should look at the business world. People with AS don't always know that on the job, their skills aren't the only measure of their work. Building and maintaining relationships is important. If the boss knows you and likes you from your occasional chat, they'll take an interest in your work. I found out late in life, in my 50s. I was at a company and it was time to choose the employee of the year. I did some important projects that year. These were pretty major accomplishments. The one thing I didn't do is networking. Being an introvert and an autistic, even though I didn't know that at the time, those were huge roadblocks for me. I believed that my work was good and that the company recognized that. I was thinking that my work would speak for itself. And some of that thinking comes from how we're raised, that performance matters more than personality and that's what school does to us. So I'm thinking, hey, I'm a good employee. Just look at all that I've accomplished, right? The employee who got employee of the year was from the IT department. He got the award after moving and setting up some computers. When something like this happens, it hurts and I really wanted to understand. I figured out that the difference between us was that he knew how to do small talk. He networked. He spoke to the CEO almost daily and he knew how to promote himself. All of my career, I was focused on the wrong thing, or maybe I was avoiding the right thing. My ability was overshadowed by my inability to socialize. One of the challenges I have is that even though I'm highly conversational, on the inside, getting the words out doesn't happen. I have years of experience attempting small talk and creating a negative or unfriendly view of myself by doing it. So, of course, I avoid it. I have examples here of small talk that may sound familiar to people with Asperger's. See if these resonate with you. A person I don't know approaches me at an event, introduces himself, and then says, This is a great place for an event like this. Yes, it is. What do you do? I'm an attorney. You don't look like an attorney. Right, I'm too shy and quiet, I guess, and now I'm at a loss for words. What do I say to that? I had a co-worker I admired pretty much because she was friendly and everybody liked her and it seemed like it was easy for her to have a conversation with anyone. And I noticed that one of the ways she kept the conversation going was that she would ask the other person about their vacation and it always worked. Here's me trying it. Any vacation plans this year? No, my wife can't take any time off. Oops, that wasn't in the script. So now I'm struggling to come up with something to keep the conversation going. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? Barbados. Tell me about it. What do you like about Barbados? Well, now I'm feeling pretty good about myself because I've asked an open-ended question. What isn't there to like about Barbados? I mean, the place is beautiful. Lots to do. What kind of things? I'm getting a strange look from the guy. Am I being too nosy? Am I making him uncomfortable? I don't know. It's probably something else altogether. Sport fishing, scuba, sailing my boat. 
Sounds fun. I've never done those before. Hey, I see a friend over there. Nice meeting you. He walks away, leaving me asking myself, did he say that is a thing you say, but really has no meaning behind it? Like, have a nice day. Was he bored? Did he enjoy talking to me? People with Asperger's usually can't tell the difference, so it leaves us frustrated. I wouldn't give up. I decided I'll do some research to improve my conversational skills. I found an article called Easy Ways to Make Small Talk. Let me share some of these with you and tell me whether you think these are vague. Be interested, find ways to relate, ask questions and follow-up questions, watch your body language. The article suggests that you smile, and for me, that just brings a picture to my mind of me standing there with a smile smile frozen on my face. It's super hard for me to fake smile. So I try another approach. What a game this weekend. Which one? I don't think I've seen a game like that before. Oh yeah, the Tampa game. That Hail Mary. People with Asperger's use scripts and rehearse ahead of time. Typically, we do it before going to an appointment, a meeting, or an event. We play it out in our head. For me, this rehearsing thing goes on all the time. Until I found out about AS, I thought that's common. I mean, what's the alternative? I get it that socializing requires conversation. Having deficits in that area makes having friends and getting to know people challenging. You may have heard about 36 questions to fall in love. A psychologist came up with these and says that these questions lead to closer relationships, even at a faster rate. These questions are designed for romance. They're based on the idea that small talk doesn't really get us anywhere. Well, I hear about this and I was pretty excited. Here I have a roadmap to genuinely get to know people. I've got to point something out. One of the stressors for me with talking to people who I'm hoping to get to know is that I am lost when it comes to the parameters that are okay. I don't always get the personal questions that are okay versus which ones you would only ask a good friend. I know this about myself. I lean toward being quiet. It seems better than coming across as insensitive. Oh yeah, and not even realizing that is how I sound. Back to the 36 questions. You use these with a stranger, so on a first date or with someone you met online. Here's question three. I picked it because, well, just listen. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say? Why? Oh my god, I love that question. Here's question four. What would constitute a perfect day for you. That's pretty good. I would probably worry they then would ask me, and unless I have nailed this down ahead of time, my brain will just give me white noise. So here's another. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Hear me out here. Was your first reaction, oh, I better figure this out before I go and maybe rehearse it, followed by a list of names you reject one after the other and make yourself crazy. People with AS desperately want to do things right in a world that doesn't make directions clear. I've got something for you that really can ease anxiety in small talk situations. Here it is, and it's now your mantra. Your mantra is, there is no wrong answer. Sound too simple? It's likely going to be hard to do it first. I can feel my brain resist it for a whole bunch of rational reasons. This is one area where you may be able to actually change your brain the tiniest bit. There is no wrong answer. It frees you to do less preparation. I mean, who could really be prepared for what is your most treasured memory? Get it? There is no wrong answer. Yeah, there's a bonus. There is no right answer either. The AS brain is wired uniquely. It's a physical thing, not a personality thing. Here's how I see it. 
A typical brain integrates social experience on a continuum, collecting more information along the way. The AS brain, as I experience it, compartmentalizes it. We have these great brains made up of all kinds of files of what we've learned. So our brains scan these files for a match to whatever situation we're in. It doesn't find a match, and so it offers up nothing. It's like, I'm sorry, nothing was found. Try a different search term. When I rehearse or script ahead of time, I'm actually making files I can access as I need to. Look at the challenge here and give yourself credit is what I tell people with Asperger's. We use a lot of energy thinking about the upcoming small talk situation to imagine it and create scenarios and responses ahead of time. While still paying attention to what's going on, we access these scenarios during small talk. Our brains are converting the spoken words that we hear into the pictures or the visuals in our brain. We then try to access the files in our brain. We deal with this stress and hope to not have a disinterested look on our face and not be boring, of course. Can you see why it's exhausting? Later, we replay the whole social encounter in our minds, imagining what we could have said. As we do that, we are scripting. Maybe if we make enough files, we'll have enough information to form a connection, the thing we want most. The more unhelpful advice I've read is about asking open-ended questions. So here's an example. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would that be? Or what's the craziest thing a boss has ever asked you to do? And another, what was the highlight of your week? Now for me, I can't figure out when in the conversation it's okay to ask. Do you need to be talking for a while first? When do I jump in after introductions? And finally, here are some rules of small talk that are too vague for anyone. Remember names, don't hold back, draw the other person out, keep the conversation going, have appropriate body language. These rules are about as helpful as be yourself or put your best foot forward. Let's get this out there. Small talk is stressful for people with AS. Not being able to talk to people and make friends is even more stressful. What if neurotypicals understood that they need to make accommodations for us rather than the other way around? We're pretty interesting if if you are interested. You may not know how to talk to someone who is extroverted, and they don't know how to talk to someone with AS who is often introverted. The only advice I have is remember your new mantra. There is no wrong answer. What I know about small talk is that we don't like it because we don't know how to navigate it. And the idea that practice makes perfect doesn't work for people with AS. Our brains have a hard time relating past experience to present situations that aren't exactly the same as the ones we've had before. What are the chances they will be? So you neurotypical extroverts, can you help us out here? Somehow conversations between people with AS seem easy and natural. It's something worth talking about. Mm -hmm.